Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. One of the key issues in the, this Ontario election, of course, is going to be hydro. And, and we've talked at great length of, about the crisis, and I think it is a crisis that's facing many Ontarians uh, because of hydro, hydro rates. Uh, we, we've talked to some of the families that had the hydro shut off because uh, they couldn't pay these extraordinary bills that they had accumulated, and on and on it goes. But, of course, the, the, the wind government responded to that and cut rates uh, initially, and uh, they've come up with a plan that they say is going to keep rates lower, well, at least for a little while until after the election, uh, but they're mortgaging on our future. Well, you'd think, okay, well, let's see what the opposition parties have got to offer because there's got to be a better way. Uh, and when you start analyzing uh, both the NDP and the Progressive Conservative plan and weigh it against the Liberal plan, uh, it's, it's not very impressive, any of them, really. I want to bring Tom Adams into the conversation, independent energy and environmental consultant who's been eyeing this for the last uh, number of years now. Tom, how are you doing this morning? Just great, Bill. How are you? Good, good. I'm getting very disappointed and discouraged as I start to read through some of the details. And, and I guess one of the scariest things about this, Tom, is if, if I take all three leaders at their word, I don't think any one of the three of them even understand the file. You know, something that strikes me about this, uh, um, the, both the liberals or the, 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 the conservatives and the NDP have had this long uh, uh, time sitting on the opposition benches, right? Yeah. They could, they could see the electricity file on fire. That the, They could see the liberals going from, from scandal to screw up. Uh, uh, you know, and, and, and on to mismanagement, on to you know, you know, the, the taint of corruption, just like criminality. Of you, 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 so, so the liberals were were providing a lot of opportunity for the uh, both opposition parties to to analyze the problems, uh, come up with their own solutions. Right. So now you, you know, we roll into the election. Everybody knew it was coming. Right. You know, this is a you know fixed election date. Right. So that you know the parties can plan and they can develop their uh, uh, platforms. And so then you know the platforms roll out. And what do we find? <laughs> you know, we open the the can of worms. And you 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 would think that given the long time they the opposition parties had to think about their solutions, their uh, their their presentation to voters. That there would be some substance worth discussing, and and yet there's there's almost nothing in the, in the platforms of uh, of either of the major opposition parties that really offers any any serious relief. Well, and, and the two, the Liberal plan, I think many of us may be acquainted with because the Premier's been, you know, being, banging the drum for that for the last little while. But when you look at the NDP and the, and the Conservative plans on, in this situation, I mean, it, it seems this Andrew Horvath's plan is really uh, predicated on the fact that she's going to buy back all those hydro shares that, uh, that have been sold off over the last little while, figuring she can do it in only a couple of years. And I have yet to run across an economist anywhere, Tom, that thinks that's feasible. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. You know that that so so she she's going to buy her her you know uh, uh, so like just without the color commentary just going straight to her plan what she says she's going to do is she's going to use the dividends that still come to the Ontario government from Hydro One and use that to buy back the shares. Um, uh, okay, the problem is that the dividends that come from Hydro One are are already flowing directly to ratepayers. Yeah. Um, uh, so that money is already spent. 
if she plans to use it for another purpose, okay, in, you know, in her case, she wants to buy back the shares, um, uh, what she hasn't explained is how she fills the hole that was created by shifting the dollars from where they are currently being spent on behalf of ratepayers. Every dollar from Hydro One dividends that comes to the Ontario government flows straight through to the ratepayer. She says she's going to give us a 30% reduction in rates. Apparently for all customers' business, all residential customers, um, uh, and central to her plan is this idea that somehow she's going to invent a way of spending Hydro One dividend dollars twice. Other key elements of her plan make are, are just as ridiculous. She, 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 she's also saying part of how she's going to get a 30% reduction in rates for everybody is by causing more cost transfers between customer classes. So, for example, um, uh, rural uh, customers that currently pay higher distribution rates because of their low density um, relative to urban customers are going to be brought, uh, you know, are, are, are going to get a, a discount in their distribution rates to bring it down to urban prices. Okay, well, somebody's got to pay for that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, she's going to get rid of time of use rates. Uh, oh, okay. Well, time use rates is bringing a certain amount of revenue. If she just sets the rate lower, like somebody's got to pay for that, you know. So, like the the NDP have just clearly got not a thought about how any of this gets implemented. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to the Bill Kelly Show weekdays from nine to noon on AM nine hundred CHML.